0: today on Laura Lynn and Friends.
1: What's about to happen is going to blow everyone's mind. It's gonna be so powerful, so crazy, so undescribable that the media who's fully captured is going to speak the words, this must be an act of God.
2: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to The Last Days. My name is Laurel Tatter-Thompson, and it is such a joy to be with you. <laughs> you know, it's really cool to get back to sort of a normal routine where I'm doing shows every day, although I know you know I was not here yesterday, but that's because I was picking up Pastor Archer Palowski. Uh, you know, his videos have gone viral, and he is going to be at our event tonight in Vancouver. And I've had some unfortunate news that, you know, there might be a couple protesters there. Um, Apparently, they've been calling into the Croatian center and uh, trying to get us shut down. Cancel culture at work. For what? For a pastor who fed the homeless during COVID, right? For a pastor who wanted his church open during COVID, right? Where nobody died. And by the way, we've all had COVID up the yin-yang and most of us thought it was a nothing burger. So don't know what to say, but Pastor Archer Pulowski is a man who, coming from a communist country, thought that some of the restrictions were a little onerous. And he's here to speak tonight along with uh, Dr. William Mackis. And it's going to be an incredible event. We have worship going on with Eli Ibera, um, an incredible worshiper. So we've, we're, it's just going to be an incredible night. So that's the Croatian Cultural Center. I don't know if you have that handy, JT. Do you have that thing handy? <clears throat> the Croatian Cultural Center at 7 p.m. And I would arrive early because there's only room for 740 people. And they've already called me saying that they've had so much... Um, you know so much feedback that they you know their question was what are you going to do if it's a thousand people and i'm like well that's fantastic but <clears throat> that was not exactly what the croatian cultural center wanted to hear here in vancouver british columbia they wanted to hear me say no we've just got like just a few 20 people are showing up we're going to have a blast but i have uh, put a lot on the line we have flown in our guests. They have been well taken care of. You might have seen on Twitter, we had a nice lunch with uh, Pastor Archer and his beautiful wife, Marzena. And uh, Dr. Mac is flying in today. I hope actually that he's already at the hotel. I should really check on that. Um, and we're super, super happy that we've got an incredible event happening. One of the things I'm... I'm um, Watching these days is that there seems to be a real assault against free speech. Us trying to have a worship service, um, just really shocking. And everybody thinks, you know, I, I mean, I guess we're protesting the, um, you know, the the drag queens reading to the kids at the library. I know there was a protest downtown. Protesting is allowed, but. We just don't want to be shut down. So we, we're very grateful to the Croatian center. Uh, we've hired security, but they have not forced us to shut down. And that's uh, that's absolutely fantastic. So we appreciate that. We have a great guest on today. Uh, many of you know that my dearly beloved dad left his Bible. My dad has marked this Bible from stem to stern. So I was listening to Bible Gateway during the night, which I often do, you know, as I'm sleeping. I like to literally have it playing Because the devil needs to know if he wants to keep me up, I'm going to be listening to the word of God and he might have to as well. He doesn't like it, so he leaves me alone. I go to sleep. It's perfect. Um, I was listening to Luke and I think I actually heard the entire book of Luke last night. Remember, go to BibleGateway.com, push that little uh, speaker icon and you can listen to the word nonstop. You're going to love our guest, by the way. If you love the word, you're going to love our guest because he knows all about the last days. But here's the thing. I woke up this morning... With Luke 21 going into my ears, um, and it's talking about the last, the last days, uh, and in in Luke 21 it says all kinds of stuff. Uh, they'll lay their hands on you. Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Great earthquakes shall be in diverse places. Famines, pestilences, fearful sights, and great signs shall shall there be from the heavens. And uh, there's been some interesting stuff coming out lately about, um, you know, maybe perhaps even a meteor kind of heading towards us in the next little bit. But it's okay, because we'll just shoot it out of the sky uh, with uh, all of those great weaponries that we have in the United States currently being sent to the Ukraine. But in any case, um, in your patience, possess your souls, it says. And um, it also says that you should depart out of the cities and head to the country. In the last days. Um, I I think that's true, everyone. Get out of the city, get a nice place in the country, and uh, have the time of your life being blessed by the Lord. I intend to have the best time during this apocalypse. And so I went to Luke 21 because I was listening to it. And of course, my dad has got like, you know, 21 and 22 completely, you know, marked up. Look at that. Look at how many marks my dad has. But basically, he says, and there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the, the earth distress of nations with perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. It has a lot to say. Luke 21, read it for yourself. I love my father. I miss him ever since he passed away. It gives me comfort every single day to read you a, a scripture from uh, from his Bible that is a, a memento that I ho- hope lasts for generations in my family. So um, we're gonna invite Mr. Bo Holney to the to the show, and uh, I just really appreciate his insight on the last days. This is a guy whose uh, videos are everywhere. He knows everything that's going to happen, and he's going to put our hearts at ease and maybe bring us a little fear. I don't know, Bo, but it's kind of scary to talk about the last days, and, and this is sort of your uh, area of expertise.
1: Right. So, first off, thank you. I really appreciate you, Laura, to having me here. Now, um, also, when you see Pastor uh, Pawlowski, tell him yes. I say hello. You know, we've I will. spoken several times on the phone. We're friends. Excellent. Um, so, beautiful man. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, you know, you started off this podcast, uh, you know, and, and uh, you called it, you know, the last days, and mm-hmm. um, it's kind of you know, it's appropriate, I guess, to have me here. I've been, um, I've been called out. Uh, you know, God, God himself through one of the prophets has called me the analyst of time. So I never really knew what I did, uh, but I knew that I was analyzing timelines and I could layer those timelines into the present day and actually, you know, foretell incredible time points in the world and incredible things would happen on some of these dates. And so next thing you know, um, I get a prophetic word that, you know, that I'm called the analyst of time. Uh, so, and I specifically use Daniel's timeline within Revelation. Uh, so then, uh, using those t- that timeline, I overlaid it on precious metals, and I was able to predict the movement of gold, silver before it ever moved. So I can predict it months, years in advance, uh, understanding, and it's all based on God's money, gold and silver, because Haggai two verse eight states, "The silver and the gold are mine." Say it, the Lord. And so you know, you also reference in the in the. In the first part of this, uh, you know, podcast, uh, you know, the, the latter days, you know, you after you read Haggai 2 verse 9, you know, the latter rain will be greater than the former. Okay. So we are stepping into these times. Um, but you have to understand when you read Revelation, you know, God is what I've come to discover is our God is a precise God. And what that means is he speaks with precision, Because everything about him is precision. That's why our whole world is precise. Everything about our world is made with mathematical perfection. And that's why he speaks with mathematical perfection. And an example to that would be like when God spoke through his prophets, you know, he says, no one will know the day and the hour of my son's return. You have to take that precisely for what it was said. It said it three times in the Bible, maybe more, but I believe I know it's three times, and Matthew stated it. And then when he says day and hour, he specifically means day and hour. So when people say, you know, God can return tomorrow, no, it's not time yet. So that's the point I want to make. You know, we are in end times, but the best analogy that I can tell you is we are, the word I could use is the we're nothing but the beginning of the end so just to give your viewers hope we're not yes we're end times have begun but we're at the beginning of it
2: that's that's really cool to know so um it's not like this is the end 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 i mean i i do like let
1: me pause you for a second everything you read you know everything you read is correct and it will happen and then you can take them here but you read the wrong scriptures for this time
2: When do those scriptures apply?
1: Coming, but more like potentially maybe latter part of this decade, more and more so in the beginning of the next decade into right. the next decade so you okay. so you so your timing so your your, your scriptures are accurate because they're the word of god right it's just it's like when people say and you know when i talk about cause, you know one of my specialties is talking about understanding the precious metals right so gold and silver haggai 2 verse 8 the gold and silver mine say the lord but point being is then people always throw the scripture at me saying hey but it says in the bible you know they will they will throw their gold and silver in the streets right and so that's a satanic misrepresentation of that scripture. You see, Satan wants people to believe that money is bad. And so they always reference that scripture about you know they will throw their money in, in the streets, right? But when you use that scripture, it's the wrong time to use the scripture. Because when it says first off, when this is they, that means the, the, the people that are, you know, when it when you read second chronicle, just my children who are called by my name. When you read that scripture, it's they will throw their gold and silver. You see, it's precision understanding of the word. And so when he says they, it's them. It's the evil ones. They will try to buy their way into heaven with the money. You see, so you have to read it for what it is. But when you read Second Chronicles, you know, my children who are called by my name, when they humble, humble themselves and I will hear, heal their land. It's the precision understanding of the use of the word. And so we are, so for your viewers to understand, you know, biblical timelines, okay? Because Revelation, what Revelation is, it's a portrait. It's the best analogy I can give you. So a hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, Revelation, when you read it, it made little to no sense. And the reason being is because it's 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 when God speaks, you know, in the Revelation, it, the words written, but it's the, like they're they give you visuals of beasts and all these things, you know. So you're trying to understand what He God is saying, but He speaks kind of in riddles because He doesn't want to give it all away. And that's why the prophets, at the same time, too, the prophets that are on this earth now, because if you read Isaiah, you know, we've got prophets on this earth now, but even they they get prophetic words, but they see through the glass dimly because no one prophet will get the whole revelation. We all get pieces. And that's critical to understand because the pieces you get, you start putting the pieces together, right? Like a puzzle. And next thing you know, this piece of art starts to come to life, right? And so we're watching, and and all of the art piece, the, a portrait began in the year 2020. So the year 2020 was the opening of the first seal. The first seal opened and end times began. We are in the beginning of the end. We're not in end times. So there's no need to be, have these freak out sessions of what's going on in the world because, oh my goodness, the mark of the beast is starting. He's going to come here ne- you know, early this year or next year or whatever. And next thing you know, uh, since you're in Canada, Trudeau is going to have his way with, with the people of Canada and it's going to be so horrendous. No, no, no. No, no, no. Hopefully I've said that enough times because if you understand timelines, we are at the fall of the harlot, not the rise of the beast. So what I'm saying is, so the harlot must fall.
3: Mm.
1: The world has become drunk with her. Okay. So the United States is mystery, Babylon, 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 that's United States. Okay, But at the same time, if you read Revelation 18, they will become drunk with her. The nations will become drunk with her. How did they become drunk with Babylon, with the money? You see, so the money system perpetuated across the world, and now the world has become drunk with her, and now the world is all about idol worship. And, and, you know, what happened in time of Pharaoh, right? They built, and, and, you know, always, if you go back generations, it's always been about the money, the money, the money and idols. And so what we've got right now is this massive money system that goes across the world. And so, you know, when you read Revelations, like up on the screen right there, you know, one of my slides on page 20, you know, what it basically describes very clearly is the fall of the harlot. And so this is what's about to happen. So as much as you think bad things are coming, no, 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 no. Amazing things are coming. The glory is about to manifest. Okay, so if you read Revelation, you know that the scripture right there—it's a uh, Revelation uh, seven. I'm trying to pull it up here. So basically, I saw a woman, and the woman is the harlot, right, sitting on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. It pulls up a little closer here. Seven heads and ten horns. Um, so, uh, and so the seven heads represent the mountains, and the ten horns are the ten kings of the earth. Okay, so the ten kings, if you read Revelation, the ten kings are what come to power, and the ten kings then give their power to the Antichrist. It's in Revelation, I'm not making this up, okay? But we haven't seen the fall of the harlot, and it says the kings will hate the harlot. So what we're seeing right now, the best, if you want to pull the best screen that we can pull up right now, um, if you want to pop on the screen, uh, the one I think it's right after that is is uh, page twenty one. So what we're seeing right now is the next page. So actually, I'm sorry. Can you go back to page twenty because the, the har- this will explain clear. Then well, then we'll go to page twenty one. So page twenty. I apologize for that. So if you look at the harlot riding the scarlet beast, if you look at the slide, it says you know it had seven. It's the seven mountains are the seven heads so the heads specifically are the church the family the education system the government the entertainment and the media and then the financial system now correct me if i'm wrong but the money's been printed to infinity and guess what they control look what they're doing to pastor Pawlowski with the church right the family they're trying to destroy the family you talked about this in your in your intro today but what they're trying to do with the families right And then the education system well, you know what to do with trying to do in the schools. Look what the government's doing. Look at Trudeau, right? You know, he's he's fully captured working for the World Economic Forum. It's what he's doing. He's basically working for the World Economic Forum. He's he's a puppet of Klaus Schwab. And then you got the entertainment it's completely captured and the media. Well, you can't even talk about that, right? You know, it's like that's, that's so obvious. Look at the media. So the, the media is completely captured. And how do they do it all? With the money. It's always about the money, the money, the money, the money, you know, they're not saying follow the money, right? The money system and, and how they did it is very illustrative here. I can show you, if you can click on page uh, six, you'll see how they did it. So when you go to page six, what happened in, ni- is in 1971, it's an issue of of taking us off the gold standard. So in 1971, Nixon took us off the gold standard. So basically what that means was any money that was that we that was there was attached to some degree to gold, but Nixon completely severed the link. And the reason was because the United States started printing quite a bit of money, and because there was an attachment, Uh, France started calling us on it, and France actually would sell our our dollars and come take the gold, and then if that would have kept up much longer, we would have lost all of our gold. So, Biggs and Nixon took us off the gold standard, and next thing you know, look at the chart, you know, on the right. What you'll see is, it took 100 years to to make, not even, about a half a trillion dollars, okay? And then, once Nixon took us off the gold standard in 71, look what happened. It's a straight vertical shot, so that's why, like in homes, like in in Canada, right? A home might have been worth. and I remember when I was in, in the seventies, right? I was watching The prices Right. You know, you could buy a, house, a car for three thousand bucks. You know, guess the price of the car is three thousand bucks. You know, the, the home itself was worth maybe thirty thousand in Canada, maybe forty, right? Now that same home is maybe worth half a million dollars, maybe 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 a million. The point being is, the house isn't worth any more money they printed more money so it's called a pool of liquidity there's just more money so there's more money chasing the same items are you with me so that home that was worth thirty thousand is now worth half a million maybe a million dollars not that it's worth it it just does that much more money so people are people have that much more money to drop on that same house that's all that's happened. And so the money system has allowed them to, but that's that's just the money that they, you know, are talking prices of real estate, which is about to collapse anyways, okay? But the point is, the money, they could take the money, they can buy off all the who? Politicians. They can buy what? The media. They can buy the educators that, can, that, that write the laws. See, see so now back to, we're back to the seven hills, right? And so what they've done is they fully captured with the money system the seven hills. All seven hills are completely captured. So basically, in a nutshell, uh, if, excuse my French, but we the people and you the people in Canada and all the people of the world, because we're all captured, are basically, in a nutshell, screwed. I'm sorry for my French or, or Canadian or whatever that is. But the point is, I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's an illustrative word because it's kind of like what happened to, uh, to Israel when they were pinned up against the Red Sea. They were also screwed. I'm just using the word as an illustration because on the left and right of them, they had mountains. Pharaoh's coming at them with 600 chariots to kill all of Israel. So they were finished. So the point was, it was at a point of completion. They were finished. There was no more hope. And that's what it looks like in here in the United States. So what it looks like in Canada, right? Look at what they're doing. This is so if you go a bit to page one, it's, it kind of illustrates, you know, wh- where we're at. You know, page one basically shows you we're at a point of the end. We're at the end of our rope. But like, I don't know how much more people can take of this, but I would say anybody you talk to tonight at your conference, right? They're going to say, you know, I'm at the end of my rope. Pretty much everybody, if you ask in the the crowd, you know, raise your hand if you're at the end of your rope, probably 99.9% of people are going to raise their hand because they're what? At the end of the rope. But you have to understand God, right? God takes you to the end of your rope because that's where he begins. That's good. I'm going to repeat that. God's going to take all of us to the end of our rope because that's where he begins. Mm -hmm. And so as horrible as the things are in the world, and what you've illustrated in the scriptures you read you're 100 right on your scriptures but back to it's the wrong time for that scripture because we're about to see awesome we're about to see what our awesome god can do we're about to see what god did at the red sea but in present time we're about to see one of the greatest move of god's spirit ever in the history of the world what's about to happen is going to blow everyone's mind it's going to be so powerful so crazy so undescribable that the media who's fully captured is going to speak the words this must be an act of god because it cannot happen any other way the events will be so big so powerful that god will get all the glory See, because that's what it's about it's not about any man. It's not about 45 in the White House, okay? No man can get the glory for what's about to happen. And the reason is because we talked about in this in this pre-show, right, it has to happen this way because so many people, like you said, you have even, even atheists watch your show, right? Because even they're at the end of their rope. You see, and when God takes everybody to the end of the rope, including the atheists, even the atheists, many of them, because they have free will, will choose God because they will see His power, and that is what we are about to witness. It's awesome, so it's actually exciting what's coming, and there is no bad news. So if you go, if you, and the reason I I'm going to give you scriptures to layer into what I'm saying, okay? So on page two. Why That's will it happen now? So, if you go to page 2, it's Leviticus 25, verse 10. And you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land and to all of its inhabitants. Now, if you do eight cycles of 50, so now you, this is how cool our God is, okay? Because you read Ecclesiastes, that which has been will be again. There is nothing new under the sun. So let's, let's, let's apply that to present day and also look back in, in, in times of old. In Genesis, what happened? You had, you had Israel in bondage to who? To Pharaoh. For how long? 400 years. And then what? Moses shows up and takes them from bondage. Well, 400 years just happens to be eight cycles of 50. Eight times 50 is 400. Guess when the Mayflower landed? 400 years ago. You can't make this stuff up. Our God is a perfect, He creates everything perfectly, including His timelines. So we're watching, we're at the end of the rope of 400 years, that we're at the end of 50 years. We are about to experience glory manifest on this earth. If you go to page 4, 5, and 6, starting at 4, this is, page 4 is ultimately, the most important slide of the entire deck and the reason being is because it was what the united states did in 71 that had god turn his back to us and it was abortion in 1971 roe v wade was first argued in Supreme Court on December 13th, and on January 22nd of 1973, it was put into law. So we are at 50 years. However, it's now overturned. And what does Romans 8 verse 31 say? If God is with us, who could be what?
2: Against us.
1: Correct. So guess who's with us now? The Almighty. So Mm -hmm. those who have no hope, You need to read the scriptures because God (laughs) is with us.
2: Now, both God
1: is with us. Who could be against against us? us. And yeah,
2: um, and so uh, so so, someone in uh, in the feed they're saying, This guy is too optimistic. So, what, what do you say to that?
1: God is the master of taking impossible, making the impossible possible. Period. Read your scriptures. God makes the impossible possible, period. And you will watch it manifest in the near future. And I mean near, I mean near maybe before year end, maybe so, at the start of January. We are so close to this thing blowing, you don't even know. It is going to be historic. And to take it further, just pages pages five yep. and six, and then go to your questions. But the Sorry. reason it's also 50 years is because of what's on page six, five and six. Because on page five, Klaus Schwab found the World Economic Forum in 71. Well, who does Trudeau work for? This doofus right here, okay? He works for him. And secondly, you go to you go on the next page, uh, Well, page six, we've showed you know, that that's the dollar system, Nixon, take us off the gold standard. So basically all three of those are basically what is to, is to, to illustrate to the world, to the viewer right now, why we are at 50 years right here, right now. And now, so the next thing is all we're waiting for is the manifestation of, of glory on this earth and on top of that if you go to page 10 we've got the army of gideon now assembled so you know the you story know the story of gideon right they all turned on one another and destroyed one another yep okay so uh, i was actually a part of this basically we showed up to texas for a gathering 600 signed up on the day of the event there's only I mean, not only there's precisely 300 people at, at the event and that day we blew 300 shof- uh, th- uh, 30 shofars and that marked the beginning of, that was Rosh Hashanah, that was God's new year. We officially have now Judges 7 enacted. And when they blew the trumpets, the Lord set the sword of one against another throughout the entire army. You are about to, your viewers and I, we are all about to witness them turn on one another. I don't want to get into all the details, but, you know, people need to understand the page 9-1 above that. You need to look at that court docket. It's in the courts right now. Uh, Those who know my videos know that October 24th was extremely important. I was all over all the videos that I did saying that something huge in the natural is going to manifest on the 24th. This case in the Supreme Court was docketed and accepted by the Supreme Court on October 24th. The magnitude of this case, I'm not going to get the details of it because I'm not an attorney, and more importantly, I don't want to talk about it too much uh, on video just because we're for a case on YouTube, but I'm just telling you the magnitude of this case will literally upend the world as we know it. Uh, And the fact that it happened on October 24th is absolutely biblical that it all played out this way. So we are at an historic, historic time point in our world, and we're just waiting for God to manifest if you click on page 16 and i think this will be enough information for you that you can start asking questions but this is a little bit more cycle work for you on page 16. so what happened was in 1921 we signed the treaty of berlin so on august 25 of 1921 we signed the treaty of berlin which ended world war one for the united states now, again, this is how 50 years works, okay? So then you got 50 years later, right? You got the, so 50 years to the precise day on August 15th, Nixon severs a link between gold and silver, that's also abortion, and that's also Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. So there's not another 50 year window, it takes us right to the fall of Kabul. So basically right from the day, from the exact day Nixon severs a link between gold and silver on that exact day, 50 years later on August 15th of, 19th of 2021, We have the fall of kabul the the afghan uh, the afghan issue went down so my point is we are right in that 50 year window right now of massive manifestation of god if you look at page 17 and then you're gonna there's three three scriptures here that i'll give you and then you can go from here and ask questions so page 17 shows you the 50-year cycle from 1971. you go 30 years forward that was 9 11. okay What happened, and this happened across the United States, Canada, everywhere. People were praying Second Chronicles. What is Second Chronicles? It says, "If the people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land." The problem with this scripture is, in after 9/11, yes the people all over the internet were praying second chronicles in groups it was very powerful what was going on in the world there's a very big problem was if you read the scripture is a big problem and turn from their wicked ways we didn't do it we kept abortion you understand abortion was still in the united states within the supreme court they still ruled on it. it took 20 more years and that ended on june 24th of this year 6 months ago. So now that abortion was overturned in the Supreme Court, what does it say? And turn from their wicked ways. We did. So now God is with us. Back to what we said earlier, who could be against us? So now what's going to happen next? Well, it's right there. It says and and I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins and heal their land. So we're about to see the manifestations of 2nd Chronicles where God's going to heal our land. Secondly, we're going to witness why Leviticus 25, verse 10. And you shall consecrate to the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land and all of its inhabitants. So there's another scripture for you point to what's about to happen to the land. And then the last one, this is the most powerful one, is Isaiah 61. And I read this in virtually all my interviews because I'm just telling you, God has appointed me to read this because it's so powerful because Jesus Christ walked into the temple, Laura, he read Isaiah 61, but Laura, he stopped on a comma and he didn't read the last line. Do you know that? Hmm. He, he didn't read the last line because it wasn't what? It wasn't time for it. So what does Isaiah 61 say? Then I'm gonna finish with the last line. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. What do we bring? The good news. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that the captives will be released and the prisoners will be freed. To proclaim the, and this is what he didn't read. He, he ended it there. And this is what he didn't read. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. We are here. This is the year of the Lord's favor because we're at 400 years. And that this is it here. And the day of vengeance of our God. So there you go.
2: Wow, that's amazing. Maybe JT's going to have to put my whole screen up because I know he's having a little bit of a meltdown with <laughs> with the the thing. Kind of went a bit weird. Okay, here I am. Okay, so I love this. Uh, I'm very encouraged by it. So um, you're also from Canada. You were telling me before uh, that you've got some history in Canada. Maybe you could tell us about that. But. Does this mean that it's different for the U.S. than here? Because I'll tell you what—we're nowhere near striking down the abortion issue in Canada. So, what do
1: we do? So, right. So, so great, great question. Okay. So, this, this is the deal. So, um, there's a couple of things. First off, you know, there's there's two covenant nations. It's Israel's a covenant nation because God chose Israel, and the second covenant nation is the United States because the United States chose God. So, those are the two covenant nations that will stand during and and through it. End times. Very important to understand the, the system of the world that, that presides right now is Babylon. Okay, so Babylon, Babylon. If we Revelation eighteen, uh, fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. So we're about to see the fall of Babylon across the world. So that will answer your question because Canada is part of the world. Okay, so can so the the, the people in power and, and with with position positions in power in Canada are all going to fall. It's going to start with the United States. The United States in a single day, uh, you're going to see the complete. Actually, uh, the, the single day uh, slide. It's, it's I'll give you the scripture. But basically, it's uh, it's page twenty four. Basically, it says in a single day. And who are these people, right? Who is Trudeau and 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 uh, and. Uh, you know, the World Economic formula will that we work for them, right? They're the kings of the earth, right? So if you read if you read on page 24, it's Revelation 18, verses 8 and 9. It says, in the single day, the kings of the earth will weep and wail. So that is about to manifest. When God manifests, when the glory manifests, you don't understand, this is going to be crazy. Earthquakes, volcanoes, it's going to be insane what's about to go off across the world. And in that time, whether right before right after, where everything all these truths are going to come out cuz basically cuz evil where does he operate? In darkness. You know that? All the deals are done in the dark, right? Everything. That's why they can't expose the truth cuz the truth will do what? Set us free. So hey, what man. we've got is we've got nothing but lies and and deals done in the dark. And so all these in a the same, when the truth comes out, like the dominoes, right? They're just going to, it's just going to, the big one comes down after that. It's just, they're all going to come down in a heartbeat afterwards, just like what you what we read in, in Judges, right? You know, with the army of Gideon, they're all going to turn on one another. And so it's going to be this moment of time that the world's just going to never forget. <laughs> it's going to be so insane. We'll never, like, just like what happened to the Red Sea, right? All the nations from that point on, Feared Israel because of they heard what happened at the Red Sea. So, what's about to happen here in the United States? The world will never forget what's about to happen, and then it's gonna it's gonna work its way into all the other nations and countries for a season. Because again, what did you start off with? You know you, you know, you know, we're in the last days. Well, I I, I preface I, I could my my version of that was we're at the beginning of the end. And we're working our way into the last days. Okay. And so, you know, this event that's about to manifest is a third seal event. And what did you say also? Because your, your scripture was correct. We're going to go into the mountains. Right. And so because why? Why would we do that? Because we're to be in the world and not of the world. That's scriptural. I'm not making that up. It's written in, right in the scriptures. We're to be in the world and not of the world. You know, uh, also that that's, you know, uh, like the Catholic Church. For, um, I used to be Catholic when I was, you know, um, no, it's a Christian. Yeah, Catholic, yeah. You know, the Catholics removed, uh, you know, revelation out of, the, out of the Bible. Why? Because it says right in there, get out of her. It's right in there. Get out of her. You know, it, it's just get out of the system. And, you know, her is one of the hills. It's the church, right? It meaning that the only truth is Jesus Christ period. And so we're, we're all being deceived on, on this earth, you know, so back to your question. So Canada is going to follow what happens to the United States and so will Australia and all the other countries of the world for a season, because what we're about to witness is the manifestation of the third seal, which is the, again, what is that? It's a black horse and his rider is holding scales in his hand. So that's actually on page 27 and to give, give a visual of that. So the rider, what does a black horse represent? Death. Okay. Well, what happened just now? We just went through Thanksgiving here in the United States. Okay. What happens at Thanksgiving? What you have sown, thus shall you reap. If you've sown evil, you're going to reap evil. Meaning if you planted evil seeds, you get an evil tree with which bears evil fruit, and you're going to bear that. So, you know, our God is makes the impossible possible, so he's going to turn the tables. What did Jesus Christ do? The only time he was ever pissed, uh, the only time he had righteous anger was in the temple. In the temple, why? Because he knew that the money, the money changers of the world, the money changers were going to be the root of all evil for the next 2,000 years. And look what you got. Am I wrong? The money changers have been the root of all evil because they've enslaved humanity. And so we're about to see, you know, the, the, the third seal, which is a black horse, death to them. Not to us, to them. Oh, it's going to be crazy.
2: The angel <laughs> it does sound exciting the, angel, the way you put of, it.
1: The angel of death. Remember what happened? we got to go back. I'm not making this up. you got to go back to what happened historically. The angel of death came to visit Pharaoh and all the firstborn. That same angel is coming to earth soon. And I mean soon. He's going to come visit potentially before year end, maybe very early next year, whenever. Again, no. see the problem that I have right now, we're at the point where no one knows a day in the hour
2: yep.
1: of what's about to happen. We know we're in the season right now. This is it. We're at D Day here. We just don't know the day and the hour because it's a secret. God can't, He's not released the day or the hour to any prophet. And the reason is because if you release the day and the hour, the, word that, the prophetic word that I got, some things must be remain hidden, my son, just like the return of my son will be, so that the enemy will be caught unaware and unprepared. So that's what's, so we're at that point in time where we don't know the day and the hour, but where this is, the word you can just use is imminent. And what's about to go down is historic, how this is going to play out. And this will be, and then the third seal, black horse, death, angel of death. And the second, the rider's holding scales in his hands. So we're about to witness the greatest financial event in human history. The trillions of dollars that you saw in the chart that they printed is going to find its way into gold and silver. Haggai 2 verse 8, the silver and the gold are mine, saith the Lord. We're going to see stupid, crazy prices worked away into gold and silver because of the money that was created. We're also gonna see cryptocurrencies explode in price because of the money they created. So we're gonna see the greatest wealth transfer in human history when we're this far from it. And so we're we're gonna see two things. We're gonna see blessings, because blessings are 3,600 fold, and that's the multiplication of price of gold and silver. So we're going to see, you know, silver, uh, you know, go to hundreds of dollars and then, you know, $600 and a thousand and several thousand dollars in the future. Uh, And then and the dollar itself, which is which is how they built Babylon, is going to crash. So it's all about the fall of the dollar, the world reserve currency, which is then going to cause gold and silver to multiply in price with cryptocurrencies. That will be the third seal event, the greatest financial event in human history. And then that gives us the window of time, the season I'm telling you. of of where we will be the church gets blessed more than you can ever imagine and that's not only finances okay because haggai 2 uh, verse 9 it states the latter rain will be greater than the former so the holy spirit is going to come 30 60 100 fold of what it was in the time of the, the the 12 disciples so that what we're stepping into is going to be the, one of the greatest things we've ever, one of the greatest moves of God's beard in the history of the world, and we're about to witness it. And so, all the horrific things that are on the world, God did that intentionally. Why would He do that to us for the past two years? Why would He do that to us for the past two years? To show us how sick evil is, to show us what their agenda is to show us what their plans were for us so that we might wake up. And secondly, because he's a loving God, he's all about love. Even these evil ones, as bad as Trudeau is, he's still God's son. Understand that? So he gave Trudeau two years to repent, turn from your wicked ways. But like Pharaoh, he dug his heels in, and now they must bear the fruit of what they have done.
2: Well, this is why I wanted to have you on because I know that you kind of have a very exciting slant on everything that we're seeing. And uh, like a, a lot of the, the people um, are feeling very discouraged and they're feeling uh, that, especially Canada. I mean, if it's not one of the the two great places like, you know, Israel and, and uh, the United States of America, right? We're kind of like, you know... We're not getting the good piece of the pie or whatever, but you're saying that as the United States falls and in a day some things are going to transpire and we are seeing this pressure on Biden and now we can all talk about Biden's laptop, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop apparently and used to, that was Russian information, lose your accounts or whatever if you dare talk about it, but everything's beginning to be able to be put out uh but they're still destroying the country as well down there but you're saying that you believe the moment's coming because of the 50 years or whatever the the you know or the season and the times that that this is all going to be turned around and this is going to be would you call this the great christian reset i mean some people use the great reset not in the way that klaus schwab uses it but as in the lord is going to reset uh the the finances
1: the best word, so that the, there's two terms that you want to use. The, the reset is what Klaus Schwab is using, okay? The reset is nothing but a, a Hitler-type, you know, agenda, okay? So be very clear about the word reset. And what when God manifests, right, when the glory manifests, it's very different. It's it's the truth will set you free. You know, what is, what's going to come out? The truth, okay? And when the truth comes out, what does it do? It wakes you up so what's coming is the awakening the great awakening
2: and there certainly has been and bo do you think it's going to be even more because it's a bit oh, no, slow no but,
1: no but this is what the thing right in a single day the kings of the earth will weep and wail and so as, as much as it's come out right now as much as they're speaking about the laptop and everything else saying understand they're still in control they control the seven hills the seven hills are controlled the only way to dismantle the seven hills, well, I'm going to read this to you because this is, this is, let's go to page 21. This is how the seven hills get dismantled. It's Psalms 97. The Lord reigns, let the earth be glad. Let the distant shores rejoice. Clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him, before him and consumes his foes on every side. His lightning lights up the world. The earth sees and trembles. There it is. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord. Before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness. And all, here it is, all peoples will see his glory. That is what's about to happen. That will buy us a season of time few years and then evil will rise again but we by that time will have separated ourselves from the world and be in that picture it's behind you in those mountains and we will be in the world but not of it because God is the what he's the way God's the way maker he's gonna make a way for his bride do not tell me that God the Father is going to allow his bride to be beat up by Satan. You got to be kidding me. Come on. God's not going to allow his bride to be touched. Think about it.
2: Right? So so what about um in in keeping then, with that And then
1: I'm sorry, and then that yep. leads us into the fourth fourth seal fear because four seals plague and pestilence and then Fifth seal. So that's so understands we're not what I'm describing is not is a window of time of right. immense prosperity and glory and a time for the bride to separate itself. This is critical to separate itself from the world because we're not stopping. This does not stop in times. It's a breather that God's going to give the bride as a window of time because later on we're heading into what how you started the presentation. We're heading into. The last, the last days. days.
2: So, um, could I ask you? So, when do you see, uh, in your best guesstimation, as we see through a glass darkly, uh, when do you see the second coming of Christ?
1: Well, it's not okay. So, this is actually a very good question you ask, and you mathematically can calculate it. Okay, now like, you can't calculate the year right now, but you can calculate when he can the as early the earliest point he could show up, because he can't show up until then. So we're going to do this together. So Revelation twelve sign was uh, you can this is scriptural. You Google Revelation twelve. It talks to the description. We know that that Revelation twelve sign happened in September of twenty of uh, twenty seventeen. Are you with me? I'm with you. Okay. Now very simply now let me ask you a question because this is how you this is how i come up with this stuff and when i go through this with you you're going to go oh that makes sense because it just it does right so do do so the revelation 12 sign was the birth of a child we know that jesus christ is coming back as as a warrior you know, with a sword, he's not coming back as a child. We know that, right? He's coming for this. He's coming for the bride as as an adult. As you know, as an adult, obviously he left at 33 years old. He's coming back not as a child. Period. Okay. The Revelation 12 sign was what? It was a sign in the heavens of the birth of Christ. It was a sign. Period. All the rapture people. Oh, we're going to get raptured. No, no. It was a sign in the heaven of the return of Christ because that was a baby being born by Virgo. Now let's do the math, okay? So when you go back in to the Torah and you study, you know, there's a thing called bar mitzvah, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvah, okay? So my question to you is, do, do child, do children, do babies get married? No. Okay. Right. They don't get married. So when does a male child become an adult at bar mitzvah, which is how old? Twelve. Thirteen. Women are But th- women are 12, men are 13. It's a good answer, yeah. Okay. So so the answer is, is 12. So therefore, you take, you take the, the, the Virgo giving birth to the, the, the child, Revelation 12 sign. You add 13 years. Okay, so the earliest possible time point that Christ could return, and I'm not saying he's going to return, okay? Christ is not going to return or could return, but I'm saying the earliest time point he could return is when he becomes, when that child born in Revelation 12 becomes an adult at Bar Mitzvah which would be Rosh Hashanah 2030. Mm. That child would be 13 years old then. Now that doesn't mean that child's getting married at 13. I'm saying that's the earliest possible time point because children do not get married. So someone is telling me Jesus Christ is coming back tomorrow. Sorry, but you don't understand the time or the seasons. It's really important to understand those points. Now there's a second layer to this is he's jesus christ is coming back to marry what the you know his his, his bride the bride okay so if you under so then <clears throat> we need the second layer to this and i've got this in my, my presentations as well but basically the second layer to this would be the the the, the bride so the lat which is the lot the what the latter rain haggai 2 verse 9 the latter rain will be greater than the former so when did the riots break out on may 31 2020. Mm. so why would riots and that was the opening so we had corona was the first seal of revelation that was the opening of the seals second seal of revelation was was peace taken from the earth which is the red horse we were about to witness the black horse and then comes the gray horse later which is down the road but but the black horse we talked about earlier so the red horse was peace taken from the earth may 31 is when the george floyd riots broke out it's interesting because at that that extent since then right you've had we've had riots because what does it say wars and rumors of wars in man's that matthew right there'll be be wars and rumors of wars. so all of that started after the second seal opened and so we, if we had wars, we had rumors all around the world of of, the, of these riots. So we had riots going off all around the world. We've had, like, you know, the Ukraine thing going off. You have all these wars and rumors of wars. But see to it that you are not, you know, fearful because the end is not yet. Okay, that's what it says. Read It's right in there. I know. So we're, the end is not yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have to understand the times and the seasons. And so well, I I'm trying to... Help people understand the times that's why I'm an analyst of time. So the point being is that if you understand the times and the seasons, what happened on May 31, 2020? It was Pentecost. Pentecost. Now, what happens? At Pente- what happened? At Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down upon the apostles. Now, this is the cool part, right? Where are we going? We're going back to Eden because of what happened in Eden. We always go back. You know, we're going back to Eden. That's the that's the, that's the millennial reign. Is it back to Eden because that's where Adam and Eve let him and saved him onto the earth. So we're heading back to Eden. So check this out: ten days before Pentecost or the George Floyd riots break out, ten days before that, it's really fun to, fun to understand this stuff. But ten exactly ten, ten days before that, the Edenville Dam breaks in the township of Hope, Michigan marking the breaking of the water of birth and then 10 days later was the birth of the latter rain and so therefore the latter rain is now birth the latter rain will be greater than the former so the latter rain is now on earth but the latter rain is only two years old right now or maybe is. is we're just learning to walk because right. we're, we're 2022 here right so the latter rain uh since since may we're about two and a half years old so back to your question of you know so even though christ could return in 2030 not possible because the bride has to be what an adult also and she turns an adult at what at 12 you said earlier right so 2020 plus 12 will be 2032 was when the bride turns into a when the child um, girl turns into a woman at at, but 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 missa so basically you're looking at the earliest possible time point for the return now becomes 2032. and i'm not saying he's. and then and then you could take it all the way to 2050. because if he comes back at at age 33 then that would take us all the way to 2050. so anywhere between 2032 and 2050 would be the window of time that you want to look at
2: fascinating And
1: and that correlates directly with robin bullock which which what he did as well too and he did a whole different way of God, how God showed him to calculate time. He said, you can't go past 2050. Uh, and he basically came up with, uh, with my calculation of 2030 to the mark also. So so him and I are in 100% agreement with regards to, to, to timelines into the future.
2: So with the black horse, uh, that means death. Is that what you're saying? And is that going to encompass some of the like like death that we're going to see?
1: Not to the bride. Not to the bride. Not, yeah. Not to the bride. Amen. It's, it's what you have sown, thus shall you reap. So that's what, like you know, uh, you know, Pastor Pawlowski, right? You know, he's he's been prophesied to be the modern day Joseph, right? So he's going to get the, the Joseph anointing. You know, in a, in a single day, he'll be raised from the pit, to the, you know, from the pits to the palace, and that's coming his way very soon. So, but, but, but he won't be there until Trudeau's gone. You see what I'm saying? So, so none of the prophecies can come true unless what I'm saying is true. Get what I'm, get, get where I'm going with this. So the prophetic words about Arthur Pawlowski are not possible until the people in charge are removed, but the people in charge are still there because why the seven hills still stand because why the glory has not manifest because why Isaiah 61, the last line, the day of vengeance has not happened yet.
2: And there have been numerous prophecies about uh, our prime minister being removed, and uh, and it being a, a fairly quick. And I, I do see that. I I can easily see that happen. I mean, he makes so many mistakes that something could come but to fruition. He can make
1: mistakes. he can make all the mistakes he wants. It doesn't matter because he will stay in power until the glory manifests. That's the point I'm trying to make, right? No man can get the glory. He can make a thousand mistakes, but they're going to keep him in place because the seven hills are still standing until the seven hills fall nothing changes and and nothing will change until what i read in psalm 97 about you know the the mountains will melt like wax okay and all people will see his glory so that goes back to how this goes down all people will see his glory and because it will be so incredible it will be even proclaimed on satan's channel all over the media it will be spoken I love this.
2: So um our our time is getting away but I yeah. I do want to ask one final uh thing. So uh, if we're going, to, if we're about to see some amazing times, and I can believe for that because I see revival beginning to happen even in Canada, um, in our recent, uh, you know, freedom reign. I've been to forty cities basically, and people are getting saved, uh, and they're hungry. They're so afraid. They're hungry for God. They're turning to God, right? Um, but that might mean a, a season of you know where everything's going to turn around uh but then it could get hard you're saying and then so by you know matthew and mark say said unless uh the lord shortens the days there would be no one left right so it means it's got to get bad at some point doesn't it after we're gone maybe
1: it will be bad um but remember, there's going to at some point uh, just before Christ shows up, there will be a rapture. Okay, so that's not for long time still. Okay, that that's 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 a long ways out yet. But you know, it, it's I'm trying to find the scripture here. It says uh, here it is right here. So um, actually, no, uh, that wasn't it. Here, I've just so you don't the look at the second
2: coming of Christ as the rapture. Those are two different things.
1: Um, we're going to meet Jesus in the clouds and then come down. So we get rapture, we, and we meet him in the clouds. Yeah. Uh, we get new, we get new bodies. So we meet him in the clouds, and we come down with him. And then and then Matthew, the Lord's prayer will be fulfilled, and it says, "Thy kingdom come." So God's going to bring heaven to earth, but Babylon will not be standing. So all those statues and things you see will be all destroyed because God cannot come to a earth that's you know that's you know full of evil. So everything that that Babylon stands for will soon um you know, will soon be destroyed and it be basically taken out because it cannot stand in a godly kingdom and actually here it is it's haggai i'm sorry it's isaiah 26. um so it says if you read isaiah 26 it says come my children so you have to read it for what it states here now this is like a long interview but i hope you know I'm kind of lot answering a lot of questions i'm glad you're asking no questions but but um when you read scripture, you have to read it precisely for the words that are being used. Okay, so when it says, come, my people, enter your chambers. It's Isaiah twenty, uh, Isaiah 26, verses 20 through 21. Come, my children, enter your chambers. That's an instruction. That's no different than God saying to Noah, Noah, build an ark. Noah, now go into the ark. Are you with me? Yep. God gave Noah instructions. These are specific instructions God gave Noah. Noah, now enter the ark. And once Noah entered the ark, God closed the door. But God told Noah to first build it, and then secondly go into the ark with his family. And then God closed the door. And those are all instructions. I'm I'm saying that repetitively because this is an instruction. When you read Isaiah 26, 20-21, it says, Come, my people, enter your chambers. That's an instruction okay and shut the doors behind you another instruction hide yourself for a little while until the indignation has passed so we will be here for pieces of or a chunk of the indignation but we're not going to be a part of it because we're in where in the mountains in our in areas of safety so and when, it, when it, and the things that are written that are that you know are coming to the world it's for they and them they and them that's written in the Bible, and then at some point we get, and then right before it gets really probably terrible, uh, God's raptured. will we'll go, we'll, will will be taken up into the clouds and meet God and Christ in the clouds and come back down to earth and fulfill Matthew. Uh, you, know, what's writ, what, you know what's written, you know what's written right in the Lord's Prayer. Beautiful,
2: I, I so, like it, so, and so, uh, so, so, it means so we're like going to live point, large for a
1: while. Right, we're going to live large for a while, but also just it's 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 just you have to remember. Please, like I know you read those scriptures at the beginning, and they sound horrible, right? But God's not going to beat up His bride.
2: Amen. It's not going to happen. I've been telling she everyone always, across Canada always make a way. Right, that I that I intend to have the ty- time of my life during the apocalypse. You know, it's a bit of a joke, but I really feel so protected by God. I have right. walked before him right. i have yielded my life to him i have asked him lord. to forgive my sins i have repented for my ways i am walking in his righteousness and i intend to walk in the the abundance of of all that god promises you know and so i encourage sure. my audience to do such and and i appreciate your wonderful take on all of this and and i can totally see it recently an elderly lady said to me well i just think things are so bad that the lord is returning any moment and I said to her, you know, I, I just don't think it's that season yet, even though right. I opened my show with, you know, welcome to the last days, but maybe I should start opening the show with welcome to the beginning of the last days. Yes. It, it, cause it, cause <laughs> it's because that's
1: accurate. That's right. It's, that and, and I'm not just saying it's just, it's just being honest with you. That is an accurate statement because you'll see what I'm describing is about to manifest and what your, what, what, but your intent is from the heart and pure.
2: I I love it, Bo. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope we can do this again because I know I'm going to be pondering everything you've said, and I'm going to have about 40 questions that are going to go through my mind in the next day or so. And so are our guests. We've really enjoyed you. There's been a lot of chatter going on about uh, what you've been saying, and I think it's encouraging. And we should all take encouragement from what you're saying. The Word of God is showing us. I I think that's beautiful. Um, well, and I think why what not?
1: We nothing. What I stated today is not scriptural. i gave you scriptural references for everything. Okay. You just, you you just can't take, you can't take scripture that's intended for say 10 years from now and reference it now. That's the problem that people do. They're taking scriptures. They're all accurate, but they're in in maybe five years now, 10 years from now. Right. And so they're accurate. You're just, but don't reference them now because it's not the time or the season. Just like when Jesus Christ didn't read Isaiah 61, he didn't read Isaiah 61, the last line in the temple. Because it wasn't a day of it wasn't a day of vengeance of our God. So why would he read it? You see what I'm saying? So you, you have to understand the times and the seasons. And if you understand the time and the seasons, then you can read the correct scriptures for, for those times and for those seasons. And then mm-hmm. and, you know, in closing, I just want to say that you know what God always struck me to, to say at the close of every conversation or every every interview is this God's got this. He's in complete control. So what is there to fear? God is in control complete control if you don't believe that then you don't then read the scriptures because it's in the scriptures god wrote the end from the beginning you want a perfect example go read daniel 2. daniel 2 is a is the longest i believe prophecy ever given by god it's a two and a half thousand year prophecy that that basically foretold of the the rise of rome the papacy greece uh, united states Everything, accurately to the T, every piece of of, uh, Daniel 2 has come to pass, except Daniel 2, verse 34, and a stone, listen closely, and a stone carved out by, what? No human hand comes and destroys Babylon. Mm. So that's the glory we're about to witness. We are about to witness the fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great, Revelation 17, 18. We're about to witness that, and that's going to be directly related to Daniel 2, verse 34 a stone carved out by no human hand comes and destroys that statue, and his kingdom will reign forever. So, God has got this. The two and a half thousand year prophecy is unbroken to the T, it's perfect. So God's got this. What is there to fear? Amen. The only fear is Satan's only tool. God bless everybody.
2: God bless you, Bo. You're amazing. Thank you for being here. And let's do this again. Thanks, Bo. God bless. Take care. Wow. That was fascinating, right? I'm encouraged. I have been thinking that uh, as bad as it is, that God... Um, in his times and seasons, that there's still stuff that has to be done. I mean, he's coming for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, right? Um, I'm excited. I like what uh, Bo had to say, and I like the way that he used the Word of God to directly, um, you know, enforce or ensure the validity of the statements that he was making I, I really loved it um jt are we gonna okay before we let go of youtube because we want to show some stuff that's uh, not youtube worthy because we're not allowed so we're gonna let them go but could we just say that we do have we talked about gold and silver and we do have this very very cool guy um uh that is in Kelowna here sovereign eyes uh, at ProtonMail.com, Sun City Silver and Gold. And uh, if you're looking to get some of that, I love the way that uh, bo outlined um, the value of gold and silver, and he even talked about it going up, and I, I have read some predictions on that, going up and up and up and up. Um, very, very cool. And uh, I think that um, he can help you with that, you know, uh, wherever you are, but also so can uh, Sun City Silver and Gold here in Canada. So check that out. And uh, do due diligence and be ready. Be one of the five virgins that are prepared. Um, and I do think um, one of the things that struck me when I was reading from Luke 21 is just getting into a simple life, moving from the cities. I really, I feel to say that today, that the city of escapes are sometimes where there's just a lot of babylon going on so i look forward to having bo again i i find him fascinating and just truly love his spirit and his love for the word and his love for the lord um so we will let's let youtube go we'll say goodbye we love you we'll see you again and uh, we'll go on to our other shows we have a few uh videos to show you which i think um You'll need to see. So Canadian doctors are encouraged to bring up maid before patients do. Uh, this is uh, just absolutely fascinating. We are seeing that in Canada, the, you know, the push for assisted suicide, the push the push for people to choose death rather than life is quite shocking. Don't be fooled by this absolute sickening lie. We've seen it yesterday, I believe we, we showed, uh, or the day before yesterday, a video of somebody really being told that, you know, since she wasn't happy and she couldn't get the help she needed as a disabled person that maybe she should consider ending it all. Oh my gosh, what is going on? So CBC article uh, made deaths could save millions in healthcare system. Oh, so you know what? If a lot of people take their lives, everybody, guess what might happen? Um, really good news. We, we can maybe have cough syrup available because all those people that have taken their lives, they won't be using up the cough syrup right now. Oh, so thoughtful. Thank you, Canada. All right, so I want to go to a video, um, OAN story. It's, this is on BC's Bill 36 that proposes jail time for healthcare workers who make statements about COVID shots that contradict the government narrative. Take a look.
4: The British Columbia New Democratic Party and its leader, Premier David Eby, are poised to codify in legislation new rules punishing any and all health professionals in the province who are not current with required vaccines with loss of license, massive fines, and or incarceration. Dr. William Macus, a nuclear medicine radiologist and oncologist based in Alberta, told One America News his concerns about the
1: clampdown in British Columbia. Section 49, for example, makes mandatory vaccinations, that includes COVID vaccines, it makes it a license requirement. So now, in order to have an active license to practice in BC, whether a doctor or a nurse, you will need to have the required COVID vaccinations that uh, the government decides, you know, maybe every three months if you need vaccines to keep your license active.
4: Mackey said another section of Bill 36 authorizes jail sentences for up to six months for healthcare professionals making statements that contradict the province's own vaccine information. And also encourages healthcare professionals to snitch on each other.
1: The misinformation
5: uh, clauses, where they encourage other do- doctors to report other doctors,
1: nurses to report other nurses.
2: Unbelievable. Uh, now, Dr. Mackis is the controversial doctor that will actually. Be at my event tonight at the Croatian Cultural Center at 7 o'clock in Vancouver, British Columbia. Look it up, Croatian Cultural Center. You'll be there. Uh, you'll find the address, 7 o'clock. Um, and I love how Dr. Macus is just laying the smack down on what they are doing. Um, Dr. Ryan Cole uh, is going to speak in this next video on what pathologists are seeing since the vaccine rollout. Take a look.
4: Next signal I saw. Uh, that was concerning to me is I do a a fair amount of women's health biopsies. And I started, and I see, you know, a handful of cancers every month of the uterus. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, I usually see maybe two or three of these a month. And all of a sudden I was seeing two or three a week. And in my area, we weren't as locked down as, as much as other parts of the world. And so a lot of these clinics that I do, pathology lab work for, they stayed open, their patient flow stayed steady. So my first thought was, well, is this a delay to treatment or delay getting into clinic? And, you know, I looked at my numbers and statistics and, you know, very little slowdown in, in some of these laboratories. And then my next signal was, okay, I'm seeing an increase in these women's health cancers. But then I started seeing them in younger ages. As the shots rolled out, you know, we know here, It was the military and the the elderly in the nursing homes that got the shots first, but then they opened it up to each age group. And as it opened up to each age group, that age of cancer kept going down. And I thought, oh dear, we have a problem. The other concerning thing is I'm seeing more of it after that second or that third shot. So like in young men getting heart inflammation, myocarditis, it's usually after that second shot that they they get that heart inflammation. Same thing with these cancers. Um, I've been in the last week, I've been in Paris, France. I've been in Miami, been in Houston, been in LA. Everywhere I go now, I have somebody come up to me and say, look, I have a brother, a sister, a friend, a colleague who had a stable cancer, just got their third shot, and there's stable cancer that usually an oncologist could manage that cancer and keep the patient going just fine for five or 10 years. After this third shot, all of a sudden they have what was a stage one cancer located to just one organ. Now it's stage four everywhere. And some people call these turbo cancers or wildfire cancers, and they're scratching their heads trying to figure out, well, gosh, what could be causing this? And I just look and go, are you kidding me?
2: Isn't it interesting that it's so obvious what's happening? What has what has rolled out in our world in the last two years, and all of a sudden now we're seeing, you know, turbo cancers and um, very sudden onset death, sudden death, and cristiali passing very quickly. I have a personal friend whose husband had a known dormant cancer for about 30 to 40 years, decades, and all of a sudden had his shots. And I think he even went for the third one. All of a sudden, this cancer then erupted and that's what took his life. And, uh, you know, his wife, my dear friend said to me, isn't it interesting that that cancer was dormant? They knew about it. It was just dormant there. It wasn't progressing at all. All of a sudden explodes and his life is taken. I wonder what it could be. All right. So, uh, Professor, um, help me with this JT, Bhatsharyya. Okay. Well, on the problem of elevating, I don't have the, do you want to do that one then? Oh, I, I have, I'm doing the same one I followed. We're having a little internal discussion right now okay let's let's look at fresno nurses
3: i started really paying attention i noticed these health problems increasing i noticed that these mothers were getting the vaccine so i already noticed that that these increase of field demises were happening but no one was really saying anything about them then i got this email a horrific email in september the person who sent it there's no way that they don't know the email said as you all know we've had an increase in fetal demises and in the month of august we've had a record number of fetal demises and that there were 22 for the month of august so we went from having one or two every month or so and then the shots rolled out and then the last year and a half we have around 20 per month and in this email it said that they were projected to increase and so the worst part about this is it said you need to brush up on your policies so that you know how to handle a dead baby. Um, it wasn't even about, oh my God, we don't know why these babies are dying. We don't, you know, we should get to the bottom of this. Somebody should be held accountable. We should find out what's going wrong so that less babies will die. It was, you need to make sure you know your policy.
4: Thanks to this incredibly brave young woman. It's it's going to take incredible courage to come out and do this. and. Just since Michelle has done this, she's really spurned others to come on and follow suit. Our whole human existence for future generations, it doesn't lie in the sperm. It lies in my patient's eggs, ova. This deadly vaccine, masqueraded as a vaccine, genetic therapy, never been tested in pregnancy, violates every rule in obstetrics we've ever heard of.
2: You know, The Word of God says that the enemy, the devil himself, is a murderer from the beginning. And of course, he certainly despises mankind. And it's shocking when I was watching that video, I don't know if you saw that part, where it basically says uh, babies can be disposed in a saline solution in a bucket. Like, it's like, blah, 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 you know, remove the spleen and put it, you know, wrap it in a thing and put it in some saline solution, you know, baby just can be put in a bucket and moved off the, what, what this nurse is saying is instead of saying what's going on and, and you know, what's happening, it's just like, you know, you just need to get better at understanding that this is going to be the new way. Basically that's what's happened. Um, Naomi Wolf, one of my favorite people on the planet, we are trying to get her on the show. Um, on Pfizer trials with pregnant women, um, out of 276 women who got pregnant in the trials, 230 plus of the participants' records disappeared. But out of the 36 women who remained, 28 of their babies died. Shocking. Take a look. The
0: vaccine essentially harms the process of reproduction in multiple ways. And, and I added the report they did on lactation that shows that babies who are nursing are getting sick from vaccinated mothers and at least one has died. And I showed, I I posted and integrated their report that showed that of 270 women who got pregnant in the trials, 230 plus were disappeared, their records vanished from sight in the trials, but that of the 36 or so, 28 of their babies died. 28 of 36 women's babies died in the Pfizer trials. And then uh, an Israeli journalist named Etana Hecht um, added to our analysis three studies that show that there is a baby die-off. And we've talked about this a little bit, but this substack puts it all together in a terrifying way. A uh, baby die-off in Scotland, in Canada, and in Israel. In Scotland, twice the number of babies died, In Ontario, Canada, 86 babies died. The average is five or six. And in Israel, uh, deaths to vaccinated mothers are up 34%. So um, that's there, 100,000 people saw it in 24 hours. And I don't know if that's the reason I'm suddenly persona non grata, but it's definitely, uh, it should be making news. It's, It's the biggest news there is.
2: So in Ontario, 86 babies have died. When it should be an average of five is CTV talking about that? Have you heard anything about that on global or CBC? No they're bought and paid for they're liars and they are they are um, accessories to this crime against humanity okay so Dr. Uh, Batcharia Bacharia Bacharia that are a <clears throat> on the problem of elevating some high scientific bureaucrats into a pope-like position. Haven't they done that? Take a look. Oh.
5: You got someone like Tony Fauci telling Rand Paul that uh, you know if you question me, you're not simply questioning a man; you are questioning science itself. I mean, come on, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I mean, you just you know that's that's uh, it's like a very antithesis of science that one person. And like, puts on the mantle of 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 essentially the, the the high pope of science. Science is requires people to like disagree with each other. I'm going to be wrong. I've been wrong lots of times in my life. And then what? The, but the wrongness is is adjudicated not by like some high pope or high priest. It's adjudicated by, you know, you you run you you run a study with some data and a, a fantastic study, and then it turns out that my theory was wrong. A, a, a beautiful theory killed by an ugly fact. That's the point <laughs> of the realm in science. Not, not like Tony Fauci on high declaring this is the science. That's just nonsense. Martin Kulder wrote about this as like the, the end of the age of enlightenment. The return of the dark age. The dark age, what that means is facts are determined by authority, not by, not by, you know not, not by data, not by reason, discussion, not by discussion and debate. I, I think any honest evaluation of these policies will conclude that they were a failure. And um, th- they were a disastrous failure that has ca- harmed the, the economic well-being, the physical well-being, and the psychological well-being of vast populations. There's a lot of people who made these decisions that have a strong vested interest in making sure that these inquiries end up saying, oh, everything was fine, we, we, we did the best we could under, under uh, circumstances where it was difficult but it, that's not actually right. They suppressed voices that opposed it. Um, they, they, they they engaged in unethical behaviors like stoking fear in the population using behavioral economics techniques to do that. Um, they, they made tremendously bad decisions by cl- closing themselves off from criticism. They employed censorship in social media and a whole bunch of other settings so that people couldn't effectively push back.
2: 100% absolutely true. And uh, they've set up these people as the authorities on everything. And they are sellouts and have literally brought destruction to mankind. And so we pray that God's spear of justice will deal with them. Uh, There seems to have been an incident on air. Um, A fellow NBA Atlanta Hawks announcer, Bob Rathbun, has a medical episode on air. This is what happened. Wow.
5: That's pretty amazing. And you and you said it right. Poise for a kid this young, 19 years old, come out on the floor each and every night. And he feels like he's belonged. So I look for this kid to have a really good first half of the season. And wow. That's pretty amazing.
2: So does that, like, jump back? Or did it jump back to the beginning? Oh, okay, okay. It wasn't like he was Okay like he was having that episode yeah um i i was i got an email today uh was that maybe it cuz i saw something pop up i was not able to look at it but it had something to do with an incident i'm wondering if that's the same one sorry guys um <clears throat> yeah okay i'm not seeing it right away ah uh, shoot you know how something pops up and you make note of it and you go oh something happened but then I wasn't able to get to it oh you know what Atlanta Hawks announcer suffers a clot was that the same thing so that is what I saw wow very very sad um all right so website um Peter Sweden substack um something weird is happening with birth rates and um I I kind of came across this and basically this guy's reporting on how the birth rates worldwide are falling and he's asking what is going on and why are we not talking about it uh in sweden the fertility rate has been slowly dropping from 1.91 children per woman in 2012 to 1.6 children per woman in 2021 keep in mind that the replacement fertility rates is at is at 2.1, meaning to just keep the population stable, every woman would need to have 2.1 children on average. And uh, lucky person who gets that 0.1. Okay, so, and though we have had now birth rates, um, low birth rates to begin with, they have been relatively steady. But now that number has collapsed. And this year, uh, this year, and no one seems to be able to figure out why. So these things are all happening. This is real time. This is real stuff while they're busy reporting on stupid things uh, on our news. Also, uh, Fauci's daughter worked for Twitter during the pandemic. Did you all know that? Ah, mm, that might explain a few accounts being dismissed and, and struck down as we would say certain things about Anthony Fauci. Can you imagine? His daughter worked for Twitter. Oh, the plot thickens. All right. Well, Canada's national debt is one point one trillion and growing by nearly, oh Lord love a duck, four hundred million dollars a day. What does that mean for our kids, basically? You know? This is just crazy. And this isn't even like brand new stuff. This is, you know, been reported this year, but Basically, we're in trouble, y'all. But as Bo pointed out today, um, we're going to make it through, and we're about to see the greatest, most powerful move of God and the greatest, most powerful upside-down turnaround. And let's all say a prayer right now for Prime Minister Trudeau. Lord, we just ask that he would be removed as soon as possible and in your time. Amen. He has done evil to our land and God is watching so we pray for the just deliverance we would add also to that prayer that if he would turn from his wicked ways and repent that we'd love to see that turned around so don't forget um, the big event tonight at the Croatian Center if you're in Vancouver at all you need to get there and I do suggest getting there early get that seat because it is gonna be amazing it is gonna be so cool we've got alicio ibarra with some great worship music to to kick us off uh you know about 15 to 20 minutes of that then we're going to hear from dr william mackis and then uh pastor arthur Pulowski. and the last time that i had him uh, speak at the church he was on video and nobody was none too happy about that let me tell you i had a A little bit of a mutiny on my hands and it was a rough go. So nobody liked that. So would you believe that uh, Pastor Pulowski's flight yesterday was canceled on the air carrier that he was coming in and they said, nope, nobody's flying. The people actually told nobody's flying out of Calgary today. And thank God he went over to another carrier and said, "Uh, is it true there's no flights out? And they said, no. Someone completely lied to him. The enemy did not want Pastor Archer Pulowski here, but he is here. All right, let's get going. And I wanted to read for you. um, You know, uh, Bo was reading from Isaiah 26 today. Um, And my website is uh, lauralyn.tv. If you want to know how to reach me, how to write me, how to donate to this ministry, boy, do we appreciate that. If you are able to help us in any possible way uh, to keep doing what we do because uh, we do not receive funds from designated government organizations or anything like that. We do what we do because we love people. We love you. And we want to bring you good information to get you through. And I hope you're encouraged today. Looks like we're gonna be in for some good days. In the natural. I don't know if it really looks like that. But think of how fast God can turn things around. Think of how fast and how shocking It is when we've seen other governments suddenly fall and then a great person put in. Um, it's all within the realm of possibilities. God is fully in control. He's all powerful. So listen to this. Let's, let's consider this passage in Isaiah 27, sort of in light of today's age, because Isaiah, um, 2026 and through these chapters is really, It's um, prophetic on the last days. So imagine this. It says, the Lord will punish with his sword. His fierce, great and powerful sword, by the way. Leviathan, the gliding serpent. God will deal with the serpent. Leviathan, the coiling serpent. He will slay the monster of the sea. I like that. Sing about a fruitful vineyard. I, the Lord, watch over it. I water it continually. I guard it day and night. What is the fruitful vineyard, I wonder? In that day, sing about a fruitful vineyard. So he's saying, while I am destroying Leviathan with the fierce, great, and powerful sword. I want you, my people, to sing and to regard the fruitful vineyard. For I guard it day and night so that no one may harm it. Are we in the vineyard? Are we guarded and protected so no one can harm us? I think so. I am not angry. If only there were briars and thorns confronting me, I would march against them in battle. I would set them all on fire. Or else let them come to me for refuge. Let them make peace with me. Yes, let them make peace with me. In days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will bud and blossom. Are we the new Jerusalem? Actually, the the Bible does say that. That we are God's people. We're invited into the family, into his, his chosen people. We're invited and as adopted brothers and sisters into his family. So Israel will bud and blossom. Will that be us? And fill all the world with fruit. I'm counting on that. I am counting on that. I am counting on the fact that the Lord's got us. We're fully protected. We're his. He's watching over us and we do not need to fear. Rejoice. This is fun, everybody. I've loved being here with you. Thank you for being here with me. See you in Vancouver tonight. Bye-bye. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice.